Welcome back to Factory Sealed. It is May the 2nd. No, it's not. It is to shut no, up. No, it, it's not. It is It is February 82nd. No. Just because you live in a crappy part of the country where it snows on May 2nd. Yeah, only 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 15 inches. Just deal with it. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah. Only 15? You know it. What the hell? Oh my god, Jess. That's cr- that's gross. It's a little more than we wanted to know about you. Well, sorry. Oh, about her or about Andrew? <laughs> Whoa. We are wandering into some now we're getting really gray personal. territory here. <laughs> well, you kind of threw off the whole introduction of the show there. Yeah. Uh, I just, do a, just a just a stick in the spokes, just what we do. Let's round it okay, back so up. Should we talk about your fifteen inches so we get that out of the way? Oh, it's never going to get it out of the way if it's that big. <laughs> yes, but Aaron, who is with yes. me, yeah, along with Jess, Ooh. I get to hang out with Ben Trader last night. Though that was fun. I heard that he was in Switzerland doing a cross-country Polish bike race. It is true. Okay. So why he's not joining us today. Okay. Because he had to leave to get there on his bike with no chain. Whoa. Right. That's, yeah. That's how he rolls. That's how they do Polish bike races. I didn't know that. Yeah. Bikes with no chains. No. Hmm. It's interesting. Doesn't get very far. Yeah. Tell me but how ben, Ben's doing. Right. Yep. How's he, how's he doing? He's doing well. He hurt himself at the gym, so he had, he's lifting too much. Can't uh, just take a little break. One of my favorite pictures that I have of Ben was uh, last year at E3 when we went into the Walgreens and we were playing with the shake weights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a great pick. We're back to those 15 inches. <laughs> this is 15 inches girth-wise. <laughs> Holy. Woo. So what? Why? Why did you see him yesterday? Oh, at an inventory, and so he came down, and we chat. We try to get a hold of you. We were gonna. We were gonna do a show. I got things um, going on. I'm a busy man. You were, you were out doing something with your with your with your 15 inches. <laughs> Excuse me, it's 16. And I did not get an invitation. I what the hell. I should have sent you one, but unfortunately, was... I downloaded Skype after I sent the message, and uh, so I did it on my phone. So I was going to do it for my phone, and I don't have you. We haven't exchanged iMessage phone numbers yet. Wait, you were planning on doing a show from your phone? Yeah. <laughs> do you realize That's... how terrible that would have sounded? It doesn't matter. What do you ben think this Schrader is? Would have been on the show. It could have been a ten-minute show. What do you think this going, is? Amateur hey. hour? Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> this is a uh, ten-minute no, ten show. Hour. We could have got on there just to get him on there and say we could just throw it on. Like, hey, Ben Schrader actually showed up. Ben Schrader showed showed up when nobody else showed up. That's right. Welcome. Go. See, we still have to exchange that information, Jess. That way I can you know, message you. You know what would sound... I actually have unlimited American texting now, too. Hey, Jess, Ooh. I'm going to need your phone number. Yep, we will connect. Just don't give it out over the air, because you'll have a lot of Kind of like that, 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 that uh, idiotic news reporter did. I think it was on Good Morning America. She she had one of those old flip phones, and she her daughter called her on the show, and she thought it would be cute to answer the phone. So then... Being as stupid as she was, she she wanted the American public to hear her daughter, so she turned her phone towards the camera and pushed it out instead of just putting the headset down to the microphone. So that gave away her entire her phone number to the entire nation. This girl started getting phone calls by the thousands. That is so funny. Dumb. But Jess, you'd probably only get one or two calls. If that. Yeah. Nobody listens to us. No. So, Aaron, it, it's true. It, it, got, I got a listener from right next door. Really? Like, not next door to my house, but the next town over. Okay. There's a listener that joined our uh, Facebook page because he's from Dover Yoda. Dover Yoda? 
Well, it's, it's Eota and Dover. They're two oh. separate towns. Oh, okay. But they, I was going to say, I don't... They're like don't... the combined schools of Dover Eota, so that's kind of the general area. Has he has has he made his way over to your GameStop and uh, introduced himself? I don't think so, no. I don't mm. I don't know. I, I'm actually I was just trying to think of his name here. Um, my phone's ringing. Um, Is that your wife needing help with the groceries? No, it's my it's my work. I'm not gonna ignore. Tell it. him to suck it. I'm gonna ignore it. Let's see if I can find. Uh, well, give him a shout out. Um, did you were you creeping on were you creeping on his Facebook page and that's how you knew he was in the the? No, because every time on the thing it tells me who who just joined our thing. Ethan Erickson. That's who it is. Ethan Erickson. Nice. Ethan so Erickson, every single time doing? someone likes our Facebook page, you creep them. No, I don't creep them. It comes up on the. It, on, my, on my phone, it comes up it with says, their hometown. Person, well, if they have it under their their stuff, I think you creep like them. Yeah, if you go to their I don't page, creep them. look, open up your Facebook, go to their page, which is by the way, facebook.com slash factory sealed. Little plug. Yeah. Okay. Go there and then hit the thing with little people on top, and then see who likes us, and then you'll see their names. Another name, it'll say their town. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. On my phone, it does. I will take a. Give me a. Give me a. I'm gonna send somebody a picture of this. <laughs> I think you're making crap up. I'm not making. I think crap you up. are I feel like totally you Facebook stalking our listeners. I'm not Facebook stopping. Are you our talking listeners. about like the Pages app, or are you talking about like I'm going to Facebook yeah. on my phone? Let's Go see. I just opened app. up the Pages app here. I'm gonna see if, if if I can confirm this. I will recant all of my mean statements. You better recant it because on mine. What's his name? Um, Ethan Erickson. But even Alex Dale says where he's His from. His just says even... Augsburg College. That's not what mine says. Mine says Ethan Erickson, Dover Eota Secondary. Max Greenwood says York University. Where is he? That's my cousin. Yeah. Yeah. It says Max Greenwood, York University, Dunburton High School. Alex Dale. Wilfred I think your Lauer. phone is just set up to automatically creep people. Well, how come it only has a couple people on there, not everybody else? Because some people don't want to be creeped. Well, then that's fine. I'm just saying that that's whatever, man. Turn this around. I have to. I I think we should apologize to George Vosper. Um, Actually, I don't know if we should apologize, but uh, he seemed pretty heartbroken that we switched to the the Facebook cover page. But his his one was cool. I just had a, a bout of inspiration with that illusion of Gaia and Grandma's pie. So, grandma's pie is delicious, isn't it? Um, so if you if you want to make us a Facebook cover page, go for it. I don't. I guess leave it on the the Facebook page or email it to us or something. We'll put it up. I don't care. Um, also, I finally finally proved Jess wrong that I was not in a show choir that sucked. Um. <laughs> Maybe the show choir were part of a team member who sucked. Um, yeah? I never... Yeah? The suckiness <laughs> was never a part of it. It was the oh. fact that you're in show choir, period. Don't judge talking me. About, talking about that 15 inches again. Yeah, that's how I got in. All <laughs> oh, that sucking? Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I, I posted our video of, of my show choir and we did our state vocal jazz. And... Uh, I think I, I'm holding off on doing the the show piece where we're dancing around and I'm doing cartwheels That's and what stuff. I see. But I have a video of us at our our national show choir contest, and uh, I think nationals. Do you guys have sectionals and regionals? Well, see, I went to a really small high school that was it was part of a a Lutheran synod, so there was only like fifteen or twenty of those high schools in the nation that had show choirs, so that. So then we met once a year and had this huge national show choir festival. I mean, there wasn't anybody who took first or second or anything like that. It was just whatever it was. But we went last and brought down the house, and it was probably due to my manly cartwheel at the beginning. I don't think I've ever, ever in my life heard the words manly and cartwheel it's a, together. It's a, a manly second. cartwheel. My, my buddy and I uh, decided to take it on ourselves to add our own piece of choreography, and it, it turned out to be cartwheels. How is that video not posted? Because it's not. I, we need a little incentive. I think. I think maybe once we get to uh, 
I don't want to say 50 because that's only eight eight away. But I think once we get a, a, a few more followers on our page. Oh, my God. Because that one, yeah. Okay. Please share the page <laughs> with everyone because I need to see this. I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> so. Oh, man. Well, I'm sitting here in the sun. Aaron's wallowing in 15 inches of snow. And uh, we I'll... skipped spring. You just went right. straight from winter right into the blistering heat. I'm not even joking. You know, by, <laughs> by the way, I just wanted to say off a record where I live here. Uh, four days ago, I got a sunburn outside in the yard because it was 70 degrees. 70? 70, 70, 72. That's that's Celsius, yeah. not not centigrade. And I'm not. That's Fahrenheit, not <laughs> Celsius. Fahrenheit. Shut right. up. <laughs> so it was, I need to get my nifty uh, calculator. Um, like this app thing that can tell me. So seventy Fahrenheit is twenty-one. Yeah, it's, that's the temperature that it is around here. Yeah. Now. Right now, it's and like ninety-five Fahrenheit here. You know, I went I went golfing and got a nice sunburn, and then now I come and wake up to freaking fourteen, fifty inches of snow. Is the snow right. still there, or is it? Did it melt? Oh yeah, it's still there. It's still snowing now. It's been snowing since. Uh, about 8 p.m. last night. Nice. Snow day on... Was there a snow day today? Yeah. Nice. Wow, kids are going to be going to school through July. We had last week, but it wasn't sticking. Sorry. Hmm. I was just so excited to talk about snow. Go ahead. I, I don't know. I don't remember what snow looks like. I know it sucks. <sighs> yes. Especially 15 inches of it. That's a man. lot of sucking. It was gross, man. And and it's like, because it was raining, so it's not, it's like snow, but then underneath the snow, the fluffy so snow, it's like just water. Why? Let, let me ask you this. Ugh. Why did you actually go out and shovel it? Because it's probably going to be 70 tomorrow, so you could just wait for it to melt. Just don't because go anywhere. Because you can't drive through it. So don't go anywhere. Well, my wife has to get back home. Where was she? She's at work. So why'd she go to work? Because she's a responsible adult. Pish. Because we don't let a little snow stop us. Pish posh. We would totally be from the north if we were in games of Game of Thrones. Right. Nobody watches that. You know, show. winter. Winter was coming, and winter. Winter is here, and it's going to be a five-year winter. Oh. <laughs> if you leave a water bottle on a windowsill in the blistering heat, does it do anything to the water? Because it tastes like poison. Yeah. BPA. It- it melt, puts part of the plastic in the water. I should probably stop drinking this because I'm getting a headache now. <laughs> I let it. It's been sitting in the windowsill for like three or four days, and I just found it behind the blinds and started drinking it. Oh God! So, is it, are you drinking warm water at this period of time? Like, yep. Okay. I'm one of those yeah, people who I'm thirsty, good. I'm thirsty. Don't judge me. I'll just throw this mm. in my Burger King bag. So, games. What uh, what we decide this week? Aaron was going to do some Zombies Ate My Neighbors? Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Hey, here's my wife. Hold on a sec. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I feel like this show is, Aaron... is like the slowest start show ever. You're home? All right, I uh, will be out there in a second. Oh, right. We All get right, to thanks. listen to Aaron go get groceries with his wife. Right. How sweet. Uh, you are such a dedicated husband. I know. I She's send, actually bringing work home. I usually work. send Christy a text message before we start saying, do not bother me. And then I lock the door right. and I have this <laughs> I have this monkey. Well, we started the show a little early. So speaking of which, I'm going to put on the mic real quick. So I'll be right back. I have this monkey guys, that I put on the outside of the door handle and it's got a bunch of jingly bells on it. And that's the code for don't come in. Usually that's the code for, like, other people not to come in. Yeah, my wife is another person. She's not me, so therefore she is an other person. But, like, in, like, college and stuff. Yeah, because you're you're boning. (laughs) Right? Yes. Okay. So it's just carrying that Aaron's dog. It's it's carrying that college concept forward into the practical real world of marriage. Don't come in, That's I'm true. busy. I just yeah. And then once that signal is established, if you just want to get away and you're not really doing anything, you just close the door and put the monkey on the outside of the door. 
I feel like you've just ruined your system by sharing it online. She doesn't listen to the show. (laughs) (laughs) Good point. Yes. So, Jess, you played Zelda 2, The Adventures of Link. Yes. Ish. Ish. So. How'd that go for you? Because I know you're more of a 3D Zelda fan. Yeah. Well, Although you did you just, did enjoy Link's Awakening? Yeah, Link's Awakening. Yeah, and Link to the Past. Yeah, okay. And, yes, but this one just, it just wasn't doing anything. I was trying to think of, what was the, um, what was the Zelda game that was on that Panasonic retro system? Was that the uh, CDI? You remember that? Oh, I got it. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, there. There was a, a Zelda CDI game, and it was really, really shitty. And generally, I don't consider the CDI version of Zelda to really even be part of the Zelda series. And I think I kind of am starting to clump Zelda two into that same genre. Like, let's pretend this game yeah. didn't happen. I can see it was just so awkward like it just was not you could substitute any other character and you wouldn't be able to tell like it just was not a zelda game well i think they were i i don't i don't have all of the nes game release dates memorized but i think this game was too similar in the way that it played to castlevania and it wasn't sticking true to what zelda was and what made zelda popular and it was kind of, you can see that because in the follow-up game after that, they went back to what the original Zelda game was like. Yeah, I could see that. But yeah. the, the whole side-scrolling mixed together with the top-down, you know, it would be like taking a, an NES Final Fantasy game and every time you go into a town, hey, you're side-scrolling, and then you go back out in the world and you're, and you're top-down, but when you get into combat, you're side-scrolling, and I don't think those two styles mesh. It did feel kind of awkward playing. I think that was the most... It was frustrating because it was so awkward. And there wasn't really a sense of coherence throughout the whole thing. It was just kind of... Okay, this little... I don't know. Well, have you have you played the original Zelda? No. That game is just as incoherent. You can pretty much go to any dungeon you want in any order. And it doesn't tell you where any of them are. And some of them are hidden in the rock faces. And you wouldn't know to... To, to open that door unless someone had either told you or you just haphazardly stumbled upon it. So the first two Zelda games are very, very incoherent games. But yeah, this one, I, 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 I didn't like it, especially the combat system because the first game was so great because it had awesome dungeons that had a lot of cool puzzles in them. And then this Zelda 2 just like, all right, go down the elevator, go to the left, get the key, go back to the right, open the door, stab these people. Hey, the dungeon's over. Pretty much. How many dungeons did you make it through before you got fed up and One. made it to Ocarina of Time? One. One? Yep. Hmm. Did- I don't really have a high tolerance for not having fun. Yeah. I was... It was just... Yeah, I wasn't feeling it, so I moved on. I, I've started this game probably a hundred times, and I would say of that hundred times I've started it, about 70 of those times I've gotten to the first town and went, yeah, fuck this, and turned it off. And then the rest of the time I've I've fought some of those enemies out in the little desert and been like, yep, fuck this, and turned it off. And then this time I actually plowed through it a little bit further. But I have So where did you get to? Through the first dungeon. I have no desire to beat this game. Absolutely none. No. I thought you got to the second dungeon a little bit ago. I thought it was a second dungeon, but it was just the same cave that I came out of. Oh. <laughs> well, you really suck. <laughs> do we, Do you want to talk about sucking for a second and talk about a little game that you and I played called Rock and Roll Racing? Would I feel like, like to, that's a great Would you like to talk about sucking and talk about a game that we played called You and Squadron? Okay, I was, I was really bad. Aaron and I, I feel like this is a, a great conversation <laughs> piece because Aaron and I, the other night, decided yeah. to figure out how to play Super Nintendo games online with each other. And after 
I would say a good half hour and a bunch of of stupid moments, we finally figured it out. And it's a glorious thing. So we played through some Zombies Ate My Neighbors, which we'll talk about in a little bit. And we posted a video of that. But um, we decided to play one of my childhood favorites, Rock and Roll Racing. And for me, that the concept of that game is very simple. You have rockets and missiles and, and, and nitrous, and that's it. Aaron couldn't figure out how to make his car go forward. Like which which, no. which button is it? Wow. That, I'm sorry. Uh, the dogs wanted to be on the show. I we're for, we're boarding two other dogs right now, and Julie's vacuuming because uh, one of the dogs tore some carpet. Oh, we'll wait. Uh, I'll I'll quiet myself for a second. All right, there we go. <laughs> That's funny. Well, so welcome welcome to my world. The very first race. The, the checkered flag drops. Everybody takes off except Aaron. He's like, how do you make this thing go? <laughs> and it's a Super Nintendo game. There's four buttons, not including the triggers. Four buttons. And he had mapped them incorrectly because when you go to the emulator and you map the button, it says press the B button. And then in parentheses next to it, it says the button on the right. Aaron... Oh, that's like... Or no, it said the, bu- the bottom that. button. The bottom button. And then Aaron I, I just, just have- like... Maps it directly to the B button on the Xbox controller, and then the X button on the Xbox. So like it's all crisscrossed and backwards. So the, the the game turns out he can't figure out how to play it. And then once we finally get his controller mapped properly, the game is very simple. A lot of the tracks are squares, just perfect squares with a mini map in the upper left hand corner. Aaron takes every corner, goes through it, slams into the wall, and then turns. Just. It's like the guy's never played a game you, before. You know, I don't get to play that often, and the Xbox controller is crappy, and I really need to hook up my PlayStation 3 controller. You do. I have so. to say, though, that I suck at racing games, so I probably would... Well, maybe we, you, me and you should play, and we'll totally. see who is the best of the worst. <laughs> So are we trying to be the worst, or is it just like... You no, we're be just the... going to play to win. We're going to try to beat each other, but we both are probably so terrible at it that we'll both be, like, hitting each other's cars on the whole time. And... You're both going to be bad, but the object is to be the least bad. <laughs> really? <laughs> so... Done. I'm sold. Aaron can, Aaron can explain my, my suck factor in UN Squadron, though. Oh, yeah. So, we're like... Some, well, somebody mentioned you and play you in Squadron. I don't remember exactly who it was, um, and it was when I heard the title. I was like, "Oh, I think that's the one that I played as a kid that I loved. I played an arcade game, and then it came to the Super Nintendo. And I was really excited. And you, you play it's a side-scrolling shooter, it's similar to Gradius, um, but it's uh, more kind of a mod. You can pick weapons and you know, different ships as you gain money and complete missions. Um, but it's very early geometry wars if you think about it the way you have to maneuver your plane around because there's guys that come in helicopters and there's tanks on the ground other things shooting up but they can also come in from behind you and shoot so eric's sitting there flying and he's just going you know eric just likes to shoot all the time at nothing and just boo, 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 boo. And meanwhile he's not paying attention the guys are just shooting him down i think he made it about the background uh, the background is filled with middle eastern oil plants and yeah, you start yeah, it directly in front of an open space with a an oil plant right in the right to the right of the screen you make it to that one then there's a little gap then you make it to the second plant and that's about three and a half seconds into the game i made it to the second plant before i died like, fuck this right. game he's like i'm done this game's stupid it's dumb I got on and did a little bit better. I think I got to the third or fourth base before, uh, <laughs> like, they just bombarded the, the page. Well, your airplane can only with, take about two bullets. That's, that's true. And I, at the time, I think there was, what, I think it was been like 50 bullets on the screen. It's like, <laughs> so take it like a I champ. Avoid it. But I used my, I used my, uh, the oval, the oval burst to take everybody out behind me in front of me. So. Yeah. But that was fun. I'm going to go back to that game again and try it out because I, I think that was the game. I think we were we were hoping it would have been two player, but yeah, we were hoping for two player because I remember the game that I played was two player because you know buddy would come over because it was two player in the arcade. Yeah, so that's why I'm thinking this wasn't the right the same game. So. Well, now that we figured that out, we're actually going to do. Oh well, ex- oh, ex- that's, excuse that's, me. That's, 
That's my pizza. I'll be right back. One sec. My goodness, this is the most interrupted show we've ever had. And this is the guy who wanted to do it earlier. (laughs) (laughs) We're working on his time. let's, Let's just do the show now because I'm totally free. No distractions. Nothing. My wife certainly won't be coming home to vacuum. We don't have extra dogs in the house. I didn't just order a pizza and get double charged for it. I feel like does he have the better relationship because he doesn't tell his wife like the monkey's on the door and don't bite me like just leave me alone don't open the door here it's like oh door's open come on in I like send Andrew some pretty like nasty messages too like I can hear you talking you need to shut up shut your mouth or you're not getting any tonight Oh man. So now that we've figured out how to do this whole multiplayer retro game stuff and record it, I think we're going to start doing more videos. What now? Um, I think that's an awesome idea. Aaron and I, I will admit, played multiplayer Goof Troop. And I'm not going to lie, that game still fucking sucks. <laughs> It's pretty it's pretty terrible. It's even worse with two players. The only saving grace is that I can kick Aaron and it it stuns him and then I throw my hands up in the air like I just don't care and run around and die. That game sucks. <laughs> and, so- and speaking of uh, speaking of of sucking, Eric and I tried to play this game four times before he he realized how to how to not hit a button to get us into the game. Yeah. He was trying to get into two-player, and he would just... He hated the game so much, he just kept hitting... He was like a button masher, passing all the screens. I just kept checking and one then he player. Would go, oh, I'm, oh, I'm playing one player. Like, Oops. My man. But, and then I was trying to hit start, because I can just hit start to join the game anytime. But he's like, I gotta reset it. Oh. Eric is not the best multiplayer player. I'm impatient. <laughs> and the whole let's work together thing... Yeah. Yeah, we're... Not one of your strong suits. Did you watch the video of us playing the zombies <laughs> and my neighbors? I we... get the cheerleaders. I get you. You get the old men. And he's like, we. Then as soon as we get to the mall, we gotta work as a team <laughs> because I'm dying. But... I need your help when I'm dying. But but don't let's not work together as we're wandering around the place. Let's wait till we're one of us is dying before we say come over and help. Oh, oh, everyone's a critic. <laughs> you know, well, it was fun. I mean, I got we got as far as I did when I played on single player with that game. I like so. that game. I like that game an awful lot. But we're and, still uh, talking about Goof Troop. No, absolutely not. <laughs> you know, but I, Eric, Eric hates when I say this, but I the introduction music to Goof Troop wasn't terrible. I don't know what it sounds like because I skipped through it. Yeah, I was listening to it, and you just kept bypassing. What's so good about it? It's got a nice beat to it. <laughs> you know, what is going on the... back there? Uh, Are you playing with your squeak toys? No, my dog is playing with his squeak toy. Oh, yours is on the desk? Oh, no, mine's not on the desk. Yours is by your bed. It's yeah, and it's battery operated. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> So, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Aaron, tell us about it. <laughs> yes. So, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Uh, I'm sure some of you all know this game probably better than I do out there. But uh, <laughs> I can't uh, listen with that going on in the background. <laughs> Look, man. Uh, okay, I'll focus. They, they, they requested to be on the show. We did get some. They did get some fan mail, though. They they said one I of the did. favorite parts of their show was was your dogs. That's right. So they they decided to make an entrance this time. Listen to her laugh over there. Did you you hear the episode where she was trying to make fart noises? I I did. I totally responded with a... And she couldn't do it. She's like... It's okay, Jess. We're not all normal. uh, Okay, I'm good now. Let's see. Oh, yeah. So Zombies and Neighbors... you basically start off in a backyard somewhere. A poorly designed backyard. A poorly designed backyard. 
and there's cheerleaders and old people and babies. There's running around and there's people cooking on the grill. And, and you have everyone to save, has a trampoline. Yeah, so there's trampolines and there's a pool, and you have to save all the all the people that you can from the zombies. But apparently, now, Eric's, apparently, Eric's go ahead plan is to just shoot his gun until he runs out of ammo at nothing. Why would they give you guns in a zombie apocalypse if you're not supposed to shoot the zombies? Okay, if you're in a zombie apocalypse, why would you waste ammo? Yeah, Eric. What else are you going to do with it? You shoot the zombies to to save yourself to get away from people. If If these people are standing in the middle of the end of the world... Cooking <laughs> kielbasa sausage, are they really worth saving? Yeah, because he knows how to cook kielbasa sausage. You're just a kid in this game. There's a toddler you, locked in the washroom. He, mom is trying to save. There's him. a cheerleader mom, the mom, giving the lap mom dances to zombies. <laughs> now, this is the dumbest world apocalypse ever. Says the guy wasting the ammo. They needed to die. Apparently, I had a light gun that shot out mini nukes because every time you kill one, either that or zombies have suddenly become extremely flammable because they explode when hit with a light ray. Huh. Yeah. Was it a light ray? I thought you hit him with the fire singers and you froze him and then you could hit him. That happened too. But just the normal blaster pistol... Oh, yeah, the blaster. Causes them yeah. to explode in a tiny ball of fire. Well, I guess you have to consider what kind of zombies they are. Okay. Like, they could be, like, more paranormal zombies rather than the, like... This isn't the X-Files, Jess. This is Zombies Ate My Neighbors. I'm just saying that they could be flammable. Okay, so maybe they zombies. need to re charge this series and create a prequel to explain why these zombies explode because you shot them with a laser gun but rotting flesh isn't inherently flammable uh i don't know unless is formaldehyde flammable yes yes unless these zombies are pump full of formaldehyde and when they come back to their 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 tissue has absorbed all this formaldehyde. Therefore, you hitting them with the blaster pistol causes a chain reaction of tiny explosions, which in turn create one giant one. I just answered my question. We can move that on. That is totally how it happened. There is not any other reason that would make sense. Yes. You nailed it. Hmm. Aaron, do you, you can you can talk. You don't have to send me messages on Skype. I might have to go soon. <laughs> so you're going to leave Jess and I to finish this out on our own? Uh, I may have to. Well, we were planning on doing this at 7, and then it became 4. And uh, But you sent me a message uh, saying, hey, we can do it now. We we could do it now, but my, my wife came home early, and she, had, she needs my help stuff. You need to get a monkey and put it on the door. <laughs> oh, man. This is this is what adulthood is, folks. Welcome to adult <laughs> life. I feel like yeah, you definitely are the much better relationship wise between oh, Eric man. and I. You know, I I value I value my relationships, <laughs> and so does my wife. That's why she knows not to bother me during a podcast. <laughs> I sound like such a jerk, husband. Well, it, w- it probably would have been better had like you know. Uh, my wife also and I have to drive through the 18 inches of snow now. Again, um, case in point, it, why she should, just shouldn't have left in the first place. Well, I took off work. Working I took off we work today and tomorrow simply because it's really sunny outside. Always. <laughs> I totally worked from home outside in the sun. It was pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Aaron. Plus, I got plus I got work calling me with the questions and things like that. Put a monkey on your cell phone. <laughs> you know how expensive monkeys are? Not little tiny fur ones with jingle bells on well, them. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I apologize. Monkeys come to the with jingle bells. But uh, yeah, oh, no, I guess I'm gonna I have to it. leave it to you too. Am I gonna lose you? I'll just leave my Skype on for you guys. 
I'll just we'll I'll just we'll go for on. a quick break. Break. <laughs> and come back, and Jess and I will regroup. Yeah, okay, we'll catch you on the other I'll side of this break. On, in case I can get back on, I'll jump back we'll on. We'll catch you on the other side of this break, Sans Aaron. back officially aaron's gone (laughs) that's the second break in factory sealed history and it was a completely unwarranted break (laughs) talk about a (laughs) curveball so and the show is going so well up until that point because i got a message from him uh, i sent him a message saying hey what are you doing because i wanted to see if you wanted to play some more games He's like, yeah, not much. Like, oh, well, Jess is free. Should we do the show now? He's like, yeah, totally. My daughter said it's just fine. (laughs) Nope. I guess not. So I guess we'll have to wait for Aaron, the rest of Aaron's verdict, verdict on Zombies Ate My Neighbors. But I kind of dove back into my childhood a bit with with uh little nemo the dream master and this is one of those games that's better left in childhood i tried playing that game um the music is good the concept is cool but i don't know what it is about that game so I did I just skip the instructions? Like, how the hell do you play this game? No, you don't skip the instructions. Basically, before I played this game again, I sat down and attempted to watch the movie, and I got about halfway through it before I had to tear myself away from it because it just got to be too childish. I really enjoy um, the the Studio Ghibli movies, you know, so those those animated cartoon movies and stuff like that. I really like them, but. I couldn't sit through this movie. And I remember loving this movie as a kid. So something happened along the way. Either I was really stupid as a kid and just didn't see how dumb this movie was. Or it just, that's probably it. Um, But the whole premise of this movie is Nemo is this little kid with an overactive imagination. It looks like it's set in about the 1920s. But he he has what we would probably classify... It's like 1905. Oh, okay, 1905. So he, he has what today we would probably classify as severe, severe ADHD. And back then it was just called being a normal kid with an imagination. So when he goes to bed, he has these extreme elaborate dreams. And he gets so into it, like he's thrashing and, and falls out of bed and wakes up that way. But you know, he's flying around town in his bed and sees all this goofy stuff. But uh, one night, he's awoken by these fairies, these these little ginger snap creatures, and they invite him to Slumberland because the princess has said that she wants to play with him. So, so he goes to Slumberland, and I made it to the part where he got there and was, like, bouncing around on these floating jelly drops and talking about how he's excited to go play with the princess, and I left the rest to childhood. Um, but there is one character, so he gets to Slumberland, and there's one character who I just dubbed the pedophile, because he's, I don't know what kind of character he is, but he's just this goofy, clown-looking creature who tries to dissuade Nemo from going to see the prince, or the, the princess, and by saying, oh... You want to come play with with me and do this stuff and and be a naughty boy. So his name, Whoa. yeah, it's really weird. So that's kind of where I stopped, and then I picked up the game. And the first person you encounter in the game is Flip, the pedophile, and, huh. and he kind of gives you the rundown of, "Hey, you're in Slumberland. 
and there's a bunch of creatures, and if you feed the creatures candy, you can get inside of them. What do you mean, get inside of them? You can get inside of them and become them. So there's these little frogs that if you throw some candy at them, they'll become complacent, and then you can crawl inside of them and and use them. It's kind of dumb. Huh. It's 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 kind of neat, but the the level design is really lame and the only thing you have to do in each level is at the end there's a door with a certain amount of locks on it and there are a certain amount of keys in the level. So you have to collect all those keys and then get to the door and unlock all the locks and then you move on to the next level. Rinse repeat. So cool. It's it's okay. Um, we got a we got an email from P. A. Nolte, who had who played a little bit of Little Nemo when he was younger. Um, he says it was pretty infuriating at times, but ended up being another great platformer from Capcom during their heyday of Mega Man and licensed Disney games. Now, I don't I don't necessarily agree agree with him that it was a great platformer because Mega Man cleans house. And I have yet to play a decent Disney platformer outside of Aladdin for the Genesis. But we don't need to get into. We that. don't. He said he thought the film and NES game both did a decent job translating Windsor McKay's bizarre comic to the screens. Uh, even though plenty of changes were made, they retain often disorienting feel of the re- of the original. There's a lot of danger, a lot of oddities, and the ability to use your enemy's powers in this game. Logical progression from the original Mega Man to something more like Kirby's Adventure. I guess I'd never thought about comparing Mega Man to Little Nemo. Because hmm. I hold Mega Man on a pedestal. And then, like, there's this... Uh, no, there's this, never would have thought There's that. a glass floor under that pedestal that nothing can come up through. Wouldn't you want to go with something a little bit more solid than glass? It's impenetrable glass. Okay. Mega glass. <laughs> the hardest glass in the world. The hardest glass. So, I didn't play through the entire game because I... I don't know. There's just, again, there's something about it. It wasn't, I I really like platforming games, but there just wasn't anything to hold my interest. And I think this is one of those games that I just want to remember the rest of the game as it was in my childhood, because there's absolutely no way that that game is going to hold up well for me. Yeah. What else did you play, Jess? Um, I played... Ocarina of Time. Ocarina? Yep. Just wasn't even going to try it, but decided, hey, Have you... let's try to pronounce this and not make fun. It's a musical instrument. Failed. Do we want to go over my history of how musically not inclined I am? Yes, let's. I'm just not musically inclined, oh. like, at all. I took guitar lessons. Oh, how'd that go? Like a turd in a punch bowl? Yeah, my guitar teacher was really hot, and that's really that's a... what I came out of those lessons with. <laughs> yep. So how many how many lessons did you go to? Um, all of them. Okay. No, I think I went for like two months or something. Daily. No, like once a week. Oh. So like eight lessons. Oh. Did you learn anything other than your guitar teacher was hot? Um, smoke on the water. Oh. So you could go play pretty much any basketball game opening? Pretty much. Hmm. My goal in life. Fair enough. Um, how'd that go for you? Have you played that game before? Yeah. I love that game. It's probably one of my favorite retro games. Really? Yeah, because I got a pony. And I loved that when I was younger. You liked the game just because you got a pony. Well, not to not no mention it. of how revolutionary that game was in its time. I get a pony. Yep, I loved Epona. Yeah, Epona's pretty cool. I did like that aspect of that game when I was when I when I first played it. You get Epona, and it's like, hey, this whole world is open to me. And 
Now we've got... Yeah, I pretty much spent so much time just writing And there's it. nothing there. Absolutely nothing in the world. But the, f- nope. the, the fact that it was this huge open world to ride a horse around in was neat. And he, she jumped so high over that one, like, cliff. Oh, yeah. That was pretty cool. Then you had to jump over the fence to get down to the lake. Yep. I still... It was the coolest horse ever. I still remember all of those those tunes and how they go. It's just it's crazy how, like, a, a game like that can have such an impact on you that you still remember all that stuff. Well, it's funny because I got Andrew a ukulele for his birthday. Because he's more musically inclined than I am, apparently. Okay. And um, he was, like, playing whatever. And I was like, I should just learn how to play, like, Zelda's Lullaby. It would be so cool. On a, or, like, on a ukulele? Yeah, I don't know. Smoke on the water and <laughs> Zelda's Lullaby. <laughs> he got a great repertoire of music there. <laughs> I should go on tour. Um, but, yeah, that I was like, no, I need to play the game now. So that's why I played it. So you would, you would probably be all for a Zelda equine simulator. Totally. Just Link riding around horses, beating them. Yep. Shoving carrots down their gullet when they're not going fast enough. Down there. Yep. <laughs> we'll go with that. I actually always felt bad when I was little, hitting the horses. Maybe he's. I'll try not to use the carrot. Maybe he's just poking them with the carrot. You see his hand go up, I'm pretty sure. Really? I'm pretty sure he's like, I'm going to beat this horse. And then the horse cries a little bit, and there's blood. Hmm. Had the X-rated Zelda. Everybody's (laughs) naked. (laughs) Zelda nude patch. Oh, God. And like 64-bit pixelated bodies. Oh, man. So you're not going to go back and play Zelda 2? Um, no. No, because I think that the one thing put to rest. the one thing that I did like about that game was in the very first town, you walk into the second screen, and there's a lady in the house at the very end. If you wait for her to come out of the house and talk to her, she'll say something to you and then walk back into her house, and you can follow her into her house, and it'll say, here. Let me restore your health. And then your health gets oh, restored. Oh, yeah. So Link gets a little action there. I know. I've, I totally actually thought that that was a little uh, rub and tug action happening. Rub and tug. <laughs> totally what it would be. Um, you know, we actually do have some opinions on games. Like I, I, I read P.A. Nolte's here. If you want to write in your opinions, play games along with us, Factory Sealed at Manatank.com. George Vosper wanted to talk about Zelda. He says, this game is motherfucking hard. Maybe I just suck. Anyway, I did tons of grinding and still had trouble finishing the first palace. I don't think you're... Sp- I think you needed to say palace. What's the question mark? Oh, yeah. I'm Ron Burgundy. That's a question? <laughs> he wants to know if we know he did a ton of grind. Okay. No, the palace. Yeah. Is it a palace? You start in a palace. That's not the first level. I did... Okay, let's finish this and maybe he reveals anything. I didn't get much farther than that. The problem I find with this game is most of the time you need to... Uh, find out what to do or how to do it. Well, welcome to video games. So, <laughs> sometimes you can talk to the villagers in town, but I am error just doesn't help out. Before or after you make any jokes, it is possibly the character's name can be pronounced error. I don't think so. I think it was a programming error. That shield spell really works, though, if you have the mana. I just randomly typing stuff out. I found the experience needed to level up. Attributes got ridiculous fast. All I did was grind on slimes. I gave up. End of story. All right, so at least we're not alone in thinking that this game is trash on ice. Yes. Do we have any other opinions on Zelda? Zelda. Uh, P.A. Nolte had an opinion on Zelda. 
He says, as for Zelda 2, besides Link's Awakening and a very limited exposure to Link to the Past, which I got to watch a friend play but wouldn't play myself until years later, it was my first exposure to the franchise. And while most people see it as the black sheep of the Zelda series, it's the one I have the strongest connection to and the most vivid memories of. Replaying it now, I remembered every little tip and trick I'd managed to scrounge together to beat the game without too much trouble, and I think it rightfully earned my favor. Huh. No, not me. It's interesting, though, but I don't think you can... I don't think you can place this... I don't think he's trying to say this is one of the better Zelda games. I think he's just saying that this game is good to him because of his personal connection to it. It was the first one he ever played, just like with, with me and Mega Man. Number two is one of my favorites because it's the first one I played. May not be the best one, but... That's true. I don't know if it would still be considered a good game taking the Zelda aspect away from it. If I would You could just substitute any it. generic character in there. Yeah. Uh, and what the hell's up with that subtitle? I mean, The Adventures of Link, isn't every Zelda game The Adventure of Link? Um, I think they got lazy. <laughs> <laughs> because maybe, I think, it, I think it was probably because in the first game, everybody thought that Zelda was the, 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 the character you played. I know I did when I first played it. Yeah. So now they're trying to clarify Perhaps. I don't like it. Um, no. Let's see. What else do we have for emails? If you want to write in any emails, factorysealed at manatank.com, or you can drop them on our Facebook page where we'll try to check them. We're still trying to well, work that in. PA Nolte also had information or opinions on Little Nemo. Didn't we read that already? No. I, yeah. Didn't you just read Zelda? Yeah, but I read his earlier. Oh, yeah, you did. Just kidding. Yeah. Uh, this is what happens. My brain hasn't decided to work yet because it's so early. It's like 6.10. I know. All right. Chad J writes in. He says, hello again, Team FSP. Fact, fact, oh, Factory Seal Podcast. Okay. Since it was my recommendation that brought on Zombies Ate My Neighbors as a game for this week in the last show, it's only fair I give my impression on it after so long away from it. Because of time constraints, I was only able to play the game on my touchscreen phone, which definitely sullied the experience. I was really enjoying it for the first few levels and could see playing with one other person with just a modicum of tactics in mind would really be rewarding. One person could focus on driving the duo forward and taking out zombies at the 12 o'clock while the teammate picks of side stragglers, okay, from just behind, for instance. On an original console, sitting side by side, this would be awesome. However, I couldn't say my experience was as lovely as that. Because I was playing the game on a phone, the controls weren't as neat as to be expected. And once I got to the mall level, third or fourth, uh, and the little babies with knives started in on me, it became apparent I really couldn't go any further with the way I was playing. I still intend to go back and play the last part, uh... And at least play this with a controller on my PC and ideally get the original cartridge. But for now, didn't get as much out of it as I wanted. Music was fun and reminiscent. The varying weaponry was cool to get, even if most of them are just junk. And the quirky levels really brought me back. Aaron and I got to that level, the mall level, and that's where we had to call it quits. Because those cannibalistic babies came out with their cleavers and just... Why are cannibalistic babies siding with the zombies? This is another sequel to the sequel that... Pro- Plot hole. Yeah. That's not... But I do think he brought up an interesting word, and I'm not sure if you've heard of this before, but teammate? Like, teamwork? What's that? Exactly. Can you elaborate? <laughs> oh, man. I know, I know what a team is, but I hate work. There's an I in team, right? Yes, in the middle of the capital A, the little dot, the little hole in the A makes the I, and then depending on how straight up and down you make your A, the little gap between the legs is the I. And that's me. You've really thought this out. Yeah. And if there is no I in team, there's there's certainly a me. 
True story. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else do we have for emails? From X and X Toes X. This person should really sign their name. Oh, it's Santos. I get the joke now. Sand Toes, and his name is Santos. Get it, Jess? Clever. Because his name sounds like Santos. That's pretty good. Hello, Factory Sealed. Once again, it's Santos. I hope my challenge is worthy enough. If not, I will forever bow down to the Almighty and repent. Play Wario Land 4 for the GBA and beat the hardest difficulty 100% through, plus collecting all the CDs in one or two days. Does this guy think we don't have a life? (laughs) In one or two days, pardon? (laughs) Yeah. Maybe in a year. Are we saying... Yeah, are you putting in 48 hours in this game, or is it like... I always liked the Wario Land games, though. Yeah. But it was Game Boy Advance? I didn't know they made them up to that far. Now for my question. Since Eric has such an obsession with collecting strategy guides, what would be your favorite strategy guide or classic gaming magazine if you read any well growing up? I didn't read a lot of gaming magazines growing up. Um, No. I did read the occasional Nintendo Power, but uh, yeah, I didn't have any subscriptions. The magazines that I got growing up were skateboarding magazines. So. 17 and YM. What does YM stand for? Young and Modern. Hmm. Oh, Sounds yeah. like a terrible magazine. Yeah. My fa- my much. favorite strategy guide, though, that I have currently, probably because it's, uh, I was really surprised that I still had it, is the original Nintendo, Nintendo-released strategy guide for Super Mario RPG. Um, when I was moving down to Arizona, I was digging through a bunch of my boxes at uh, my grandparents' house. And found that and it was still in great shape. And and uh, just to have those old sh- strategy guys from Super Nintendo games is kind of hard to find because those are 20, 30 years old now. Yeah. Not to mention it's a fantastic game. And it's funny because strategy guides are were totally like the internet. Oh, absolutely. Now strategy guides are absolutely pointless. And I don't... Yeah. I don't buy them anymore unless it's like a collector's edition of a strategy guide that I really want. I bought the Nino Cooney Collector's Edition, never used it, but I just wanted to have the book. Um, I would buy, like, the Kingdom Hearts 2 Collector's 1, Final Fantasy 12 Collector's 1, stuff like that. So, um, yeah. Nintendo Power, where it's at. It's sad that they went under. Let's see. Next one. I gotta check this because I don't want this to turn into be. Yeah, I'm gonna skip that one. Um... Scott Gavel writes in. I haven't read this one, so hopefully this is okay. Jess, Aaron, and Eric. Jess came first because she's a fellow Canuck. I wonder if she will have to explain what a Canuck is. No, I know what that is. Anyway. Enough of my silly banter. I just wanted to drop a note and let you know I really enjoy your show. I was fortunate enough to stumble upon it from its beginning and have been spending the last few months waiting for the next show. We just did a show two weeks ago. I feel like people think we don't have a life. I wish I didn't have a life. Yeah, since we disbanded the Manitank podcast for a while, that was eating up a ton of my Sunday. So, you know, doing the show is we got to get together... 15, 20 minutes beforehand, kind of recap stuff, and then do the show, and then I have to spend time editing it and putting it together. So we all have jobs. Anyway, I've been playing games since the early 80s, so listening to a retro show brings back some memories. My earliest recollection of gaming was what I think was an Intellivision. I may be wrong on that, but it was, but all it played was Pong. We also had an Atari 2600 and the far superior ColecoVision. I listened to another uh, podcast, Vic's Basement, with Vic and Scott of EP Daily and Reviews. 
on the run. If you're not familiar with those shows, check them out. Okay, well, we just gave them a plug. Anyways, I mentioned them because I thought it was awesome for you guys that you guys had Elias Tefexis on shortly after they had him on Vic's Basement. Kudos on getting the same guest that guys with two television shows had. In keeping with that, they had another guest on I think you guys should absolutely look into getting, Sid Bolton. He runs a PC museum in Brantford, Ontario. I don't have anything to add to last week's show, but I'll leave you with a few ideas for games to play in the future. Venture on ColecoVision, which I don't know if I have a ColecoVision. Cabbage Patch Kids for ColecoVision. I love Cabbage Patch Kids. You know, I heard a conspiracy theory that Cabbage Patch Kids were released at the time. Didn't they come out in the 60s, 50s or 60s? No idea. That they were released to prepare people for what post-apocalyptic babies would look like. Sounds right. What do you mean, post-apocalyptic? Like, why? You play Fallout. You know what, what nuclear Fallout does to people. Yeah, but, like, I don't understand the connection. Why are they different? Because the people that hopped on the good foot and did the bad thing were exposed to radiation, therefore having radioactively deformed babies. I don't think they look deformed. Cabbage Patch Kids look horribly deformed, especially if you burn some of their hair off. Why would you burn someone's hair off? I'm just saying, if you want to make them look more deformed. They're so cute. <laughs> Mine was named Anisita, because they came with names. That sounds... And you adopt them, they came with adoption certificates. That sounds ethnic. Um, I don't know. I called her Annie. Hmm. He also suggested TMNT on the NES, Double Dragon 2, Ninja Gaiden 2, Eternal Darkness on the GameCube, which is fantastic, but really hard to get. Really hard. Uh, Chrono Trigger, which I still have yet to play. Take care. Scott Gavel. Oh, Gavel. If you choose to read this, the A is pronounced the same as in Gave. Scott Gavel. Huh. Butchered that one. Uh, um. Yeah, Vic and Scott are like they're everywhere in Canada huh. for video games. They're always at Fan Expo and all of those fun things. I've met them. Well, super. And the guy who does the PC Museum. Uh-huh. I think I've seen him on TV before. Really? Um, he's really cool. Hmm. Maybe we'll try to get in contact. Maybe. We'll see what we can do. If you guys have any other guests you think we should shoot for, let us know. Can't promise anything, but who would you like to see on the show? You know, it, it, I guess obviously it would have to relate something to retro gaming, but I don't know. Send <laughs> us your opinions. We'll try. Factory sealed at manatank.com, emails, suggestions, love letters. Hate letters, letters in general. Uh, Facebook.com slash factory sealed. Yeah, that's what it is. Keep an eye on that because if we get to X amount of whatevers, I haven't decided anything yet. I may just post that other video. So excited. I would just send it to you, but then I know you would upload it. (laughs) I would never. Yes, you would. <laughs> Got anything else you want to share, Jess? Um, no. I kind of feel I feel Thank bad. You. This is such a short show, but well, what are we playing? Aaron, we haven't decided. That. Aaron threw us under the bus. A double decker bus. Yeah, flew us over to England. Found a double decker bus. And casually nudged us out in front of it. Tan double-decker buses. A tan story bus. Five (laughs) double-deckers. (laughs) On top of each other. I don't know. What should we play next week? Um. Do we want to try a warrior? Oh. Before I forget. (laughs) Oliver. 
from Manitank Podcast wanted us to play Castlevania Symphony of the Night. And then he okay. wanted to come on the show and do that. Let's do that. I'm going to see if I can can fit him in. And maybe he can talk about Archer and make it more. Did you try selling that whatever. on the last show? Apparently. I don't remember that. I don't know either. Hmm. Maybe I'll have to watch it based on his recommendation. Let's do Castlevania Symphony of the Night. I'll have to dig out my copy. Um, what else? You pick something. I'm good with Wario. God damn it. Wario Land? That's the one. I keep trying to put an R in there when there's not. There is a there's an R. Not in the spot where I'm trying to put it. Wario Larand? Rorio. That one. Rorio. Wario. Okay. Wario Land 4, is it? Yes. GBA. And then whatever else we decide to play. Sounds good. All right, Jess, where can we find you on Twitter? At Jess M. Clarkson. You can follow me at Honest Pizza. And if you want to give Aaron shit about ducking out early, this isn't his first time he's done that. No, so it is not. If you want to give him shit about it, you can follow him at Quilted Tunic. That's going to do it for the show this week. We will see you all next time. <laughs>